Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm here with Jace Marsiglia. And you're listening to the 5195 podcast. Coast to coast. Scarlett Johansson's with Colin Jost. <laughs> when did uh, that happen? Um are, I got I, I got nothing. Do you do you think of these or do you do you have these written down? I don't know why Colin. I don't know why Colin Jost popped into my head, but <laughs> it's pretty good. But I'm yeah. I've only got to do this one more time, and then I'm back. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, so, huh? There's only so many fucking words that rhyme with coast. That's true. That's I'm scraping true. the barrel, here, guys. <sighs> I mean, you Sorry. you you have went through a rolodex of those while we've been doing this. For sure. I've tried. I've tried. It's not it's not easy, folks. It's not easy being dumb on purpose. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Takes a lot of talent to be this stupid, people. I so. agree with you. I've been told that mm -hmm. my whole life. Like, mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. I'm talented. <laughs> God, you are so talented. You are so fucking talented. Speaking of talent, uh -huh. what has been going on in the screenwriting world for you screenwriting world uh it's been pretty slow i kind of i kind of hit a bit of a wall at least with the dark web one i've kind of pushed that aside for just a second i just had an i this is this is what's sad in the week since we talked i did one thing and it's not even much but basically what it was for the cellar dweller comedy i wrote an opening scroll in the vein of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, basically like what Don Larroquette's reading. Nice. That's the beginning. Very nice. And it's just, it's stupid because obviously we're going into silly town and it's not that, it's not all that, mm -hmm. but it's, it seemed like the type of overdramatic opening for something retarded. I am already loving where you're going with this thing. Yeah. So that's all I did. It was just something that gave me a chuckle one day and I was like, yeah, you know what? Put it down. See mm -hmm. what happens. And that was, that was it. Have you reread it since you did that? Yeah. A couple of times. It's funny. Okay, cool. It basically sets you up effectively for the ride you're going to go on. Oh, it's, that's awesome. It's a good, good, stupid opening. That's a throwback to a, a much scarier picture. Obviously I didn't want to do the star Wars thing. Cause that's just, it's done to death. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if I do the John Larroquette speech at the beginning of this movie about these two innocent people caught in a web of, you know, absurdity, looking for an old VHS tape, it's just very serious, but so not. Yeah. Well, I think our crowd will appreciate that opening over a Star Wars opening. Probably, but I just, that's, that's one of the things I don't, I kind of don't like when people keep reusing the same gag. Yeah. Because I know, to me, honestly, the Texas Chainsaw Crawl seems exclusive to just that. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Star Wars Crawl has been spoofed and redone. It's everywhere, and man. Everyone's it's doing everywhere. it. It's everywhere. And I, I was like, yeah, it's kind of cheap. I thought I'd go this way. I don't know uh, if I've ever seen anyone do a, a Chainsaw Massacre opening. No. I think the only people who have are Chainsaw sequels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I was like... I don't know. It just felt right. It felt absurd and stupid and just the way I wanted it to. And unfortunately, that's all I did, my man. I mean, I'm not too far behind you, so 
Now you've had a bit of a lag yourself. Uh, you? Well, I did, you know, because I'm I'm writing this slasher movie, and it got to that point. I, I I introduced these new characters to the main guys, and that's the thing too is that like I'm I'm sort of falling victim of not following my own advice, and and it's like you know just get the fucking draft done. Don't go back and kind of re-figure out what you're doing and change it. You know what I mean? So you're trying to choke back the vomit draft. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and and it's like no, I, I just just go. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. Just exactly. Splat. Exactly. So when I did that, I made the the fatal mistake of going back and rereading from page one, mm. and I'm I'm into it now at about forty ish pages. Okay. And I introduced these new characters. I'm like, okay, I like the tension between my main guys and then these new guys. And it's just the old versus the young. Oh, yeah, yeah. That You know, that's what it is. And so I'm like... Which would, that's got to be a fun dichotomy to play with. It is, because I'm able to speak as one of these young, brainless, social media-driven maniacs. Mm -hmm. And then just destroy them with the wit and wisdom of a very aged individual. Because you could speak from both sides of the fence. Yeah. You're still in touch with both. Exactly. Because, I mean, I'm immature and I'm old as fuck. So, hey, win-win. Yeah, um, we, purposely not grown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not at all. So what happened was I reread all the way. And, I, and that's the thing is like, I, tr I literally try so hard to never reread until I got like a, a fade to black. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I don't I don't want to go. The only reason I would go back and it's been pretty much almost because of this script being so layered with so many intertwining plots is to go back to see if I didn't fuck up something from earlier. Right. You know, it's one thing if you want to go back and be like, does this scene make sense? Did I already say this or that? Or have I set this up properly? And you thumb back and look and go, oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, cool. Totally. Or, or you didn't. And you're like, okay, I need to probably go back a few pages and type this part in, you know? Yep. But yeah, to go back and read it, that's, it's not good. No, no, it's not. It just hinders the process for It really did. And now, now I'm stuck again. Yeah. Now I'm stuck. And, and what I really like to to do with my characters is I don't really try to go for the ending right out the gate. I sort of like letting my characters lead me where they want to go. Sure. You know, and now <laughs> I feel like they're just kind of all ping ponging and like bumping into each other. And there's, there's no flow anymore. Mm. I sort of had to just push back and just leave it alone for a minute just to kind of reset yeah. everything. Yeah. So in the meantime, what I did was, I joined another one of those sites to get exposure for scripts I've written. Damn, you know what? I I still haven't done that. Uh, I might just wait until I get out. Yeah, there. let's yeah let's do that because I'm going to tell you right now. I'm I'm sort of doing the baptism by fire for you. Sure, and the thing was, I would totally go for the ride as well. But I, you know, I kind of want to kick its tires, but I just haven't really had the time. No, so I, yeah, no, completely it, understand. It'd be good for the two of us to just be like, all right, this is what I've been doing. Here's what I, you know. Yeah. So the, the the latest one that I just joined, and it, and I got to be honest with you, I think it's the one I'm going to stick with. After lots of research of looking at all of these things, I think I'm going to stick with Ink Tip. Okay. I feel like for my level of maturity, <laughs> it, <laughs> it might be the best place for me to hawk my goods. Okay. You know, because you I'm able to write 
pretty much what they're looking for, you know, in a sense of just fun horror stuff, you know. You think that's your audience? Yes, I really do. You know, more so than the others, anyway. Yes. Well, here's the thing: I've joined the other ones, and I've literally got two things back from Coverfly. That's jack and shit. (laughs) Um, Now with Inktip, I just uploaded three scripts last night. I've already had them reach out to me today saying, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should add this. Maybe you should add a little more pages to this script. Make it a little bit longer. Maybe this one could use a little bit more. And I was like, what the fuck? I'll be damned. Already? And like, so I hit him up and I'm like, hey, I really appreciate that. Let me pull it off. Let me let me reread it. And let me see what I can punch up to get the, the, the page count up. And he was like, awesome. You have any questions or you need anything? Let me know. That fucking fast. And this is, is this a producer? Is it just another writer? No, this is someone that like works at Ink Tip. They're really getting, oh, okay. they're okay. helping me get my scripts tightened and ready to go. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's fucking cool just to have that kind of involvement that fast out the gate. Sure. You know, and then, so like I said, I just, I did this last night and then today I got an email from them saying, hey, you, one of your scripts might work as a pitch for this company that's trying to do something. And of course right. I can't, I can't say what, well, I'll tell you, but I can, you know, I can't say what company it is. And yeah, so I, I pitched a script to them. Like within 14 hours, I'm already pitching my movie to industry people. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And like, so I, you know, I look these people up and I'm like, oh no, they're, they're definitely legit and they're doing things. So I was like, holy fuck. So the fact that I joined yesterday and I'm already have one pitch out there, you know, with a query and everything is ready to go. And then I have the company hitting me up saying, Tighten this up. Uh, maybe add a few pages to this. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Well, oh, that's dope. That's really cool. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked. I feel, I feel very confident that I made the right decision by going ink tip. I really do. Very cool. Yeah. You know what? What you know? Once you get out here, I'll let you see my page and how it's going and what I had to do because there, there is a little. There's some hoops. Sure. And once you get through those, things seem pretty manageable. It's pretty gravy after that, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Like, as far as writing, I'm going to pull one of my scripts and just sort of give it a nice little punch up uh, at, uh, you know, maybe 10, 15 pages. Make it a little yeah. stronger. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, oh, that's... That good. Yeah, no, it was... Good. It was cool. You know, it was, it was very cool to get contacted that fast. Yeah. No, that's, that almost feels too good to be true. I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I would have almost felt suspect. Bro, that, I did. I, I, I swear <laughs> I did at first. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You and I are so used to, all right, it's out there. Hopefully I'll hear something in the next six months. Exactly. If at all, you know, and uh, so that's, that's already off the beaten path. That's not something I'm used to. Same, same. So you I'd, know? Have been, I'd have been like, who fucking read this? Who are you? <laughs> so. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't think it's pessimism, but that's a really quick turnaround. It's I'd very like, quick. It's very, very quick. So yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm doing that. And then I did the, uh, I picked up, what I pick up? Uh, three more notepads and I'm just, I'm just writing ideas and, and scenes and shit I want to see and, you know, characters and timelines and for other movies that I, that I want to start working on. Cause I'm hoping by the end of February and into March, I would love to have a good seven to 10 features out like constantly in in rotation like out there 
you know, just to see what happens. Like my main goal is when you get here, I would love to finish and put vinyl to bed for, <laughs> for, oh, for good, too. you know, and me then too. I can, then I can register that and put it on here and then hopefully we can get that fucker made. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So that, you know, that'll just be another one. And, you know, and like I said, I'm working on quite a few scripts right now, writing two simultaneously, and then I'm <laughs> fleshing and penning about nine. Yeah. I think. That's a lot. That's, it a, is. that's a full plate. It is. It is. But you know, I don't do it every day. I do it when the moment strikes. Like, cause you know, as you know, like being a writer, it's not something you can just sit down like a nine to five and go, okay, I'm going to get creative and start working. No. You know, it's like, you really have to be excited and happy to be at that laptop and to jump into this world and create yeah. it, you know, cause if you're doing it because it's a job and you're just trying to sell a script, then it's going to suffer and it's going to show in your script for sure. Well, yeah, you know, we talked about this before, how your mood, it's almost a physical being when it hits paper. Uh -huh. And if you're not interested, Ooh. then it's going to show, you know. Now, that's not the same thing as what we talked about, where if I'm in a shitty mood and I'm writing something dark. Right. Yeah, that, that could steer it. That's just fuel, yeah. You know, that's fuel. So, you know, I guess as the antithesis to writing happy, if you write sad or angry, it'll show there too. But the scary thing is to write disinterested. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that, how people have been given jobs in genres or in franchises even that they're not familiar with, they could give two shits about. Yep. And that's how you get sequelitis type movies where you're like, the fuck were they even doing? What was the point? To them, it was a job. Or they did it out of some sense of obligation because they dangled another carrot in front of them and was yep. like, we'll do this script if you punch up this one or, you know, overhaul it. And yeah. uh, and you're like, oh, I don't even fucking like these movies, man. And they're just like, hey, it's this or nothing. Yeah. And they're like, fine, I'll just write, I'll write the 10th fucking Freddy <laughs> movie or Hellraiser. And, and they didn't even watch the previous nine. You know, it's like. That is very apparent. Yeah. It's <laughs> just it's one of those deals. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, it's you see it all the time. You watch a movie and you're like, clearly this person either didn't like, respect, or even see the movie that this is connected to. Or And, and I think half, more than half, it's they didn't see it. Probably not. I really do. I don't think they saw it because there's no emotional connection between this and that. Right. And it's so apparent. It's disgusting. You know, it's just like so cold and cavernous. It's like, I know these are supposed to be the same worlds, but the only thing that draws them together is the name and everything yeah. else is completely different. And I'm sure it's a paycheck. I'm sure it's a good paycheck, but they're basically, they, what did George Romero used to say? They'd fly me out to Hollywood and pay me a fortune to fart. Yep. That was his thing. Like he would be like, I used to get, used to get paid to go to Hollywood and fart. Yeah. That was basically him summing up. I would go out there and get paid tons of money to do something I could care less about in order to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. And even what's his, uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, I do one movie for the art and one movie to pay the bills. Yeah. You know, all the movies of his that you love, he there it's very possible he did one just for the paycheck. Oh yeah. I mean Robert Rodriguez does the same thing with Spy Kids. Sure. Because they're money makers. Yeah, you know, he does spy kids to pay for all the other passion projects. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. You know? Not at I all. mean I'm a firm believer of hey man, one for you, one for me. Let's do this. Let's all eat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I, I, I can I'm, write anything. So <laughs> I'll write you whatever you want. And then you buy what I write. No. And even that, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do my homework, but I would probably be a little daunted if I was given something that's already an established franchise that I'm not a fan of. You know what I mean? Or not familiar oh, with. Yeah. I mean, that's because, it, well, here's the thing. It's going to show. It's going to, it's going to show and it's probably going to happen at some point. I'm going to get pitched something that they're like, we'll, we'll buy yours if you do the next fucking Star Trek movie. But now you can, I, you, you can do that. I'm a Trekkie. Yeah. I am a Trekkie. I, yeah. I, I, I grew up watching those with my dad, but I couldn't tell you one goddamn thing about writing a Star Trek script. I wouldn't right. know what the fuck to do. Well, see, I think it's going to be, this, this is how it's really going to be. Jace, we're going to give you. All the money for your script, but you have to write Gummo 2 for us. Ooh. <laughs> well, hey, whatever shit I throw onto that paper, it's going to be better than the first one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it could clearly be shit and still be better than the first one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, to the fans out there of Gummo, I'm sorry. but Dude, don't worry. It's just me and Harmony. It's all good. There ain't it's, no it's other ones. It's literally the two of you and whoever was involved. Us. That's it. Not even yeah. the ones involved. Even the people involved don't want nothing to do with that fucking movie. <laughs> Not even the non-actors who were like, just put a camera in my face and I'll yeah. wrestle a fucking Yeah, tip. they saw it and they were just like, holy <laughs> fuck, what is this shit? Yeah. I'm never going to be able to show my face in <laughs> Brownstown, Ohio ever again. <laughs> oh my God. I, uh, I, I dread those days, but I would, I'd probably do my best. Yeah. Because I'm not, for one thing, I'm not in a position to say no. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I, as a fan of Star Trek or Star Wars or whatever, may not be the thing that I would have aspired to write, but I'd, I'd grab a stack of the movies, watch them again, take my notes and be like, all right, I think I can do this. Maybe, you know, it's a challenge. It is a huge challenge. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to challenge yourself because I mean, being a creative person, you know, it, it would be funny if someone was like, Hey, I want you to write a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh God, that didn't even cross my mind. Well, here's the thing, man. I mean, I could totally fucking do it. And like, I would rip off so many horror movies. Like I could literally, <laughs> I could do it right now. Like I, I could make it to where like a little boy finds this guy and, and takes him and, and nurses him back to health. And it's Santa Claus. I mean, that's the same thing. Like it happened in Halloween when he was in the fucking river and the old man grabs him and brings him to yeah. his fucking cabin and like nurses him back to health. And then boom, he kills him. Yeah, yeah. I would literally take these plots from these horror films that people like us would know and appreciate. And like tongue in cheek, <laughs> nod very, very well. I see what you did there, dude. I see like, Making That's it to funny. where they're all trapped in a mall on Christmas. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think that kind of shit would be fun to, to do it to where I'm like, no, I, I wrote Halloween, Dawn of the Dead, and Chainsaw Massacre 2. But this is this is a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's a Hallmark, it's a Hallmark Christmas it's movie. It's a Hallmark man. Christmas movie. That's the kind of shit that really makes, makes me happy. And, and it's really fun because I'll be honest with you, certain things I've punched up for people, I've definitely done that before and they've used it and i've seen it on the okay, screen that, that is hilarious yeah no it's, it's always good like there's the hallmark movie i would write where the boyfriend brings his girlfriend home to meet his mom and i'm basically just rewriting mother's day from 1980 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and see then i i do that where it's like i'm gonna write psycho oh yeah at the end the uh the christmas spirit just takes over him and he becomes a whole different person <laughs> 
It's fucking, it's awesome. And you know, what's funny is we're coming into the summer months. So I know that they're going to start wanting a bunch of, of Christmas scripts. I'm almost certain if I was to look in the pitch section of ink tip, there's Christmas movies wanted right now. Pretty sure there is. Probably wouldn't doubt it at all. And and that's one of those things, I'll be honest with you, I could probably write it in a day and then rewrite well, it. And then like they could have their fucking script in maybe maybe three, four days. To be fair, and this is coming from someone who absolutely, I've probably been on the Hallmark channel long enough to click past it. Um, They just make the same movie over and over and just recast it. So... They're not going to notice if you just get, you know, if you reach into a jar of cookies and you pull out a cookie, that that's pretty predictable. I think you you know what you're getting. It's either big city lawyer girl comes home to small town or big lawyer guy comes home from from a big town back to a small town and then falls the in that, love the with the teacher. Just, She's now a teacher. You know, like, yeah. Um, and the guy, he, he makes, you know, wicker chairs at the Cracker Barrel, you know. So it's, it's cool. I think we'll cool, be man. okay, dude, in this industry. I just want you to know. And, it, you know, not to knock <laughs> any of those people that are doing this for a living. All I'm saying is are move over. They're, <laughs> they're laughing their way to the fucking bank. They could care less. That's why you I said know, move they're... over because uh, I think we want a slice of that pie too. <laughs> right. And being on Ink Tip, there's a pretty good fucking chance that we could, if, if we threw it up there. Odds are people would be like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> this is fucking great. And meanwhile, we're at home dusting our hands off like, Jesus, I feel dirty. Exactly. And they're like, oh my God, oh get my Melissa God. Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence on the horn. <laughs> we have their next yeah. picture. <laughs> I'm so excited, but I need to watch like Faces of Death now. <laughs> just, to, just to rinse this off. Um, um, anything, you cast Dean Kane and anything Hallmark and it's 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 gold yeah any like any any country star you know <laughs> any 90s or early 2000s sitcom star like it's it's fucking genius <laughs> oh man Mike brooks and olivia newton john oh my god back from the too dead too soon <laughs> no not at all not at all. Raising Toby Keith. <laughs> Candace Cameron Bjorn. Starring in Jennifer Love Hewitt's Mommy, Where is Christmas? Oh no, you just wrote the title. Oh no, we gotta we gotta we gotta yeah. register that quick because someone's gonna take that. <laughs> Mommy, where is Christmas? Oh my god. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And that is how you come up with an idea. That people. is how you come up with an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ideas. Yes. You hit me with an idea which, today. Which is in its own way relative to this conversation. It really is. So I'm going to give you the floor and let you bring up what we're going to be talking about on this episode. Okay. So basically over the years, as I've gotten older, as a kid, when I was really getting into movies, I was trying to watch everything mm -hmm. as I'm sure you may have been too. You just, yes. whatever, whatever thing I'm just going to consume and absorb. And, uh, as I've gotten older, my attention span and interests have waned. And now I'm sort of like, you know what, if it's horror, great exploitation, yes. Grindhouse, yup. But anything else, I'm like, 
I kind of want you to shake the keys in front of me and entertain me in a much more base way. Yeah. But there is the part of me that's like, you know what? If I'm a real artist and I'm a real writer, I need to get back to my roots and really watch anything and everything. And I pitched to you today, are there any genres that you either wish you saw more of and want to get back into or get into deeper, I should say, or ones that you haven't messed with at all and are like, you know what, one day I need to just kind of dip my toe into this mm-hmm. and see what it's like. And that was that was the pitch. I was like, are there any genres or subgenres that have kind of crossed your path, but you've never really reached out and grabbed it off the shelf? Yeah. And I thought it was a great topic. Because it's, it's, it's a wide net. It is a very wide net. And what's interesting about the question is that there are films in, in this genre that I've seen that I didn't even consider it part of this, this genre. Yeah. Because when you said it, I started researching and I was like, well, fuck, maybe I do like this fucking, this genre. But then I started thinking and I was like, well, no, there's, there's three big reasons why I don't. So I'm going to go first just because it's very quick. Yeah. Because I have two different viewpoints of this. Okay. Okay. There's a genre that, yes, I would like to be more immersed in. Sure. And then there's another genre where I really don't care about getting immersed in it. And okay. I, you know, I, I want to stay away from it. So the one that, that I want to stay away from, and I just have no desire for is fantasy. Wow. That one didn't even cross my mind, but that is one that I definitely, I don't latch on to fantasy, man. Yeah, I don't, you know? And of course, then I started researching fantasy and I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. Okay. They're quote unquote fantasy. Cause some of the ones that jumped up was like the never ending story or labyrinth or the princess bride, which I'm like, which are fantasy. Yeah. Those yeah, are fantasy. Films, the, yeah. You know? But in a, in a weird way, I see them as something different. I, I see them as more from my childhood and they're just right up there, you know, with the rest of the film that I love. I don't put them in this, oh, those are fantasy movies. Those are just part of the arsenal of my go-tos for me. Now, the movies that I I mentioned them last week uh, on the show, and when you said this, I was like, yep, that's it for me. And those are the fucking Lord of the Rings movies, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. like, And that's fantasy. It is. It's dragons and wizards. Yeah. And And so in, in 01, when that first one came out. Yes. A couple of buddies were like, oh, we're going to go see this. And now, mind you, I've seen the Hobbit cartoon, the Rankin-Bass stuff. That's already more than I saw. Okay. And I was like, and the only reason I saw it is because Rankin-Bass. But I saw it and I was just like, wow, this is not good. Yeah, the animation is cool. But the story, I just it didn't hook me. It wasn't bad Not at all. And so then when they went to go see this movie, I went into seeing this movie with no idea of what was going on okay yeah we sat down and my buddy's like i'm impressed you came and i was like (laughs) okay what does that mean and he's like well this movie's three hours long (laughs) and i was like no seriously what does that mean don't bullshit me yeah he's like no it's three hours long and i was like are you fucking serious and he's like yeah Yeah, i was like "I'm, i'm not gonna sit here and watch a bunch of fucking hobbits run around with big feet for three fucking hours. Sorry. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And so I left. Like I, I couldn't even do it. You fucking I, got up and I, left. I bounced, went out oh, into the, and I, and I came with them. They were my ride. So I'm calling a buddy and I'm just like, 
you gotta come grab me, my dude, because I'm fucking out of here. I'm not That's watching sick. this shit. I'm not I doing it. I cannot believe you, Bounce. That is the funniest <laughs> shit ever. That is not funny. <laughs> they couldn't believe it. I don't it. know if I could top that. That's so fucking funny. I do also have a Lord of the Rings story. Good. I do. And it's, I won't name names. I'm not going to, you know, bring people up. But I had a buddy from high school that I stayed in touch with <laughs> uh, maybe a year or two after, but we kind of lost touch over time. Big into fantasy. Okay. And I just, I, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't really get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe the same year as Lord of the Rings was the first Harry Potter. Okay. Harry Potter. I was like, you know, my younger brother, Josh was into it. I was like, let me read this first book and see what the hype's about. Cause it's Harry Potter's all over the goddamn place. And I read the book. I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. It's the only one I've read to this day, uh-huh. but I went and seen the movie and it was ver- uh, verbatim the book. And I was like, well, this is about what I pictured. This is cool. This is all right. Again, it's fantasy. It's mm-hmm. wizards and witches and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot in the sense of like Wizard of Oz. Like you were talking about childhood shit. Wizard of Oz is 100% fantasy and I, I love it. It's one of the best movies ever made. But I digress. Uh, Potter kind of, I don't want to sound cheesy, but <laughs> enchanted me a little bit. It was okay. very, I got sucked in. I got it. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Later that year was Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> my buddy was like, you want to go see this? Because I went and seen Harry Potter with my family. Okay. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, you guys are going tonight. I'll go. I'll go with you. You know, that sounds cool. Right. Where Lord of the Rings, I had no interest in it. And until I heard that it was a Peter Jackson movie. And you and I grew up with a completely different Peter Jackson than what <laughs> oh, other people Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm like, and and mind you, this is just a few years after, I believe, The Frighteners. That might have been the last movie he did before he blew up. I mean, granted, he had Heavenly Creatures, which was a big hit, but he did The Frighteners. And then with the computer effects from that movie, he went on and did Lord of the Rings for New Line. And now he's Peter fucking Jackson, Mm -hmm. you know. So I was like, as a Frighteners fan, as a Peter Jackson fan, I'll, I will go see this. I will go. See, I'll, I'll go with you. Yeah. So I'm like, fine. When I got in line for my ticket and I'm surrounded by hoods and cloaks and staffs and hobbit feet. And I'm just looking around going, what the fuck am I getting myself into? Cause I'm just looking around. I mean, it's, it's a, I mean, and I say this as a nerd, it's a sea of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> And they're and they're cosplaying at the theater. I had never seen cosplay at the theater. Mm-hmm. Closest I've come, you know, I'd go see a Marvel movie and I'd wear a fucking Iron Man shirt. Yeah, cool. you know. But these people were in full regalia, and I'm like, <laughs> so I kind of sighed and was like, okay, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. <laughs> we go into the theater, and the group I went with liked to sit up close. Okay. So we're talking first, second row staring up at the screen with a craned neck for three fucking hours. <laughs> I'll never, ever, ever forget this. And I've told these, these stories before about, we had a whole episode about like theater reactions and the communal, right. You know, people gasping at the right time or laughing or whatever. Yeah. These people, when a line would be, I think it was the line Gandalf, the good, the good wizard <laughs> says, 
this is, I swear, this is cemented in my brain. He says, <laughs> is it secret? Is it safe? And apparently that's a massive line in the book because the crowd collectively moaned <laughs> orgasmically. I mean, it was like Michael Keaton saying, I'm Batman and everyone going, oh, fuck, it's on. You yeah, know? yeah. It was a sea of nerds going, oh, my God. I just remember sliding in my seat going, what the fuck am I involved in? And it was just, it, it took away from the experience. Yeah. Because I'm like, do I have hobbit jizz on the back of my neck? What the fuck is happening in this room? Harry Potter people weren't even doing this. Yeah. And the thing was, by the end of the film, yes, it was good. It's a good movie, mostly because I can get lost in Peter Jackson visuals. He can paint a picture the way Tim Burton does. Right. You know? And the movie visually was amazing. It's fucking awesome. Enough so that when the second one came out, same buddy, we're going opening night. You coming? And I was like, <laughs> but I said, yes, same experience, the costumes, the jizzing, <laughs> all of it. And I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. And again, it was a good movie. Walked right. out of it. Third one comes out, and before the invite is even out of his mouth, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that is enough Hobbit jizz. <laughs> and he goes, dude, it's the last one. It's the, it's, how could you not want to see how it ends? I was like, I'll watch it on video. <laughs> I just didn't have it in me to sit for three and a half hours yeah. in a genre I don't like, in a crowd full of people who are getting all the in-jokes and nerdery that I'm clearly not. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do, I mean, hats off to the fans. Fine. Cool. But it wasn't my scene at all. And right. I just felt so fucking out of place. Yeah. It was so, it's just, it's such a cringy moment that when it comes on, I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, cool. You know, I'll watch a few minutes and then just kind of go about my day. Yeah. But I did it more to support Peter Jackson than Tolkien or whatever his name is. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it was just, it was so fucking weird. And I just, I'll never be able to divorce Lord of the Rings from the feeling of, ew. <laughs> Everyone in this room just collectively moaned because someone said a thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. It took me years. It actually took me getting married and Amanda saying, what are, what's with these Lord of the Rings movies? And it was enough years afterward that I was like, yeah, I could watch these again. So I popped him in and I watched the trilogy over the course of, I think we watched one a weekend okay. so for three weeks. I finally finished the series and the third one, ironically to me, was the best. I actually, when it was done, I was like, shit, that would have been cool to see at the theater. But oh, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So when the Hobbit movies came out, the, you know, the new trilogy or whatever, mm -hmm. I was like, no. That's a I lot. still don't That's, have the interest Yeah, in man. I mean, between the, the, the Lord of the Rings extended cuts and then all those Hobbit movies, that's like, it's like a fucking year. Like, it worth is. the it's time. Long. Like, I just, oh, oh. no. And the thing is, granted, it's a whole different experience when you're on your couch. You have a pause button if you got to piss. You know, if you get tired, I can turn it off and pick it back up tomorrow. Whatever, right, you know, right. It, it's, it's a different experience. But being at the theater, I was like, this, No. And lately, I think before the the big Marvel movies started coming out, those big three-hour ones, uh -huh. I think the last three-hour movie I went and seen at the theater was Grindhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it was totally. Like, or, or, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something, you know, a long Tarantino movie. Uh -huh. But something I'm interested in is the key. And yeah. when you're not interested, that three hours is like a fucking day. Yeah. And even because me and Tina, I, go, I goof with her a lot about this. Yeah. She's a... 
huge, huge, huge Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. I only just finished that series maybe two years ago because my daughter got into them. I watched one through three at the theater and I loved them. They were great. I saw the fourth one at the theater and was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> and I never, I never picked it back up. And then my daughter started reading it and my son kind of got involved and they were like, do you have the Harry Potter movies? And I was like, no, but your uncle does. So we, we borrowed them all from him and granted Josh, that was his generation. He was like 10 when those movies came out. So he was all like to him, that was what goosebumps was for like us. Right. So, I mean, him and Tina are basically around the same age then. So that's true. You know, and so I get that. I get the nostalgia and I get the history and all that. After that fourth movie, I was like, I think I've grown out of this. (laughs) I just, I don't feel like watching trolls and dragons and shit anymore. And I could give a shit about Voldemort and his (laughs) weird face. (laughs) shooting you with a fucking wand i don't i was bored you know i was just i was bored right. and to be honest we, we finished the series and brad i'm telling you right now i'm being 100 honest even after watching them all yeah i couldn't tell you which one's which <laughs> i really couldn't they'd be like hey do you remember that scene in harry potter like seven or whatever and i'm like no nope i don't i don't <laughs> i do but, not oh, no, remember no, no. it it was in the sixth one when they went here or there and i'm like no nope I got nothing. I really don't remember. Or, or I'll remember the scene and he'll, he'll be like, yeah, what, what what movie was that? And I'm like, I fucking don't know. It's no one clue. Of them. I have no you know, clue. It just didn't leave a footprint. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, as far as fantasy is concerned, I'm kind of right there with you, dude. Even yeah. with the popular shit. Like 80s fantasy, I'm cool with that shit. Well, you, it's funny you say that. I pulled the trigger two or three weeks ago on the Conan the Barbarian. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. The arrow set. And I texted you first because I'm like, I don't remember much about these. These are fantasy flicks. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, is it worth it? And you were like, dude, do it. So I was like, okay. Because I think it was only like, I think I bought it the same day as the the Warriors set. They were both a fucking steal. So I was like, I'll order it. I'll give it another watch. If it sucks, I could sell it. You know, I'll just hawk it off or something. But I thought, to me, fantasy that's rated R maybe is better. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. You haven't watched them yet? It hasn't come. It hasn't. No, it ha- I haven't gotten it yet. In okay. fact, I think it comes out next Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so mine was a pre-order, but um, right. I don't think I've watched either of those movies since I was a kid. I couldn't tell you which one was which. Yeah. Or if they're any good. They're so much um, fun, in my opinion. I just I think they're so much fun. But again, that's that would be a fantasy movie that you dug. Yeah. You know. Again, I, I I've never seen the Lord of the Rings, so I'm not. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but in my opinion, I feel like Conan and all these guys, they're just, they're not taking themselves too seriously. This is what it is. Like it or don't. You're talking about the Conan movies? Yeah, the Conan. Yeah, the Conan movies. You know, like it's not taking itself too seriously. It's not going down this like crazy rabbit hole, you know, of like just all these finite details of this story. You know, it's literally just very surface, very fun warrior fucking badass swords and violence and it's you know it's you know it's fun and that's the thing i feel like that goes back to what i was talking about with exploitation and shaking the keys in front of my face a movie like conan or i'll I'll even go a step below even in budget like the death stalker movies Uh, yes those are basically kicks and thongs they're like titty flicks with swords yeah definitely (laughs) and it's like it's still not my thing but I'll probably watch that over something polished in three hours and sanitated. 
you know, it's like there's something grittier to the ones that are like, yeah, you could watch Lord of the Rings, but this guy's going to chop off someone's head and drink their blood. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, so it's, I just, and the thing is, as I'm saying this, I know how shallow all this sounds. It's like, you just, you're going to your primate self watching these movies. Yeah, kind of. I'm getting old. Big time. I just want to watch fucked up shit. Yep. So, hey man, we've earned that right. And even that though, like I said, I still, I'm not going to rush to the shelves to watch Deathstalker, you yeah. know, but. <laughs> But if someone handed me the blue pill and the red pill, I'm going to take the one that's fucking Deathstalker. Yeah. So. Well, it's funny because like when I left Lord of the Rings and, and late, 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 late that night when they got home <laughs> from watching it. And Dawn broke. Yeah, you know, and, and they looked like they had been walking for fucking six years when they came in. Um, <laughs> like fucking, they're just like, I can't believe you left, man. And I was just like, well, look, my favorite peter jackson movie okay like of all time is dead a lot oh it's brilliant i just I, that's my favorite you know meet the feebles is cool bad taste is cool you know like obviously the frighteners is fucking a classic but that early you know even though that's a little bit later like that's 90s as well early 90s i think dead alive but um, yeah but that's to me that's peter jackson let loose exactly you know and and when but they said hey we're gonna go see a peter jackson movie, movie i was expecting a bad taste. I was expecting a Frighteners or, you know, a Dead Alive. You know, I was expecting not this. It's not that at all. No. And, uh, I, I was gonna, I'm even speaking, again, as someone who did enjoy those films. Yeah. But they just weren't for me. You yeah. Know, they weren't made for Exactly. Okay. What else you got? Okay. Mine, this is interesting, okay? It's porn parodies. No, I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I really want to watch Repenetrator or triple the triple exorcist or Edward penis hands. No, honestly, mine that I, there's two again, mm -hmm. which I think you had two as well. I did. I did. I have one more. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll do, I'll just do one of mine and we'll go back and forth. But okay. The one that I kind of want to get into is anime. Ooh. Okay. I don't watch a lot of anime. But when I have watched it, something like Akira or Ghost in the Shit, you know, the big, big, big ones. Yeah. Again, it may not be my kind of plot, but I am like in awe of that type of animation. It is so fluid. Right. And so intense that it's like, it's a whole different culture that I would totally jump into. Yeah. But I'd probably, I'd probably want to wade on the, the darker, murkier side, like your... Uh, I think there isn't there like a Van Helsing or a Vampire yeah. D. You know, um, I've I've got a couple. I've got a series called High School of the Dead. And granted, it's that uh, there's a name for it. I think they call it fan service. It's basically schoolgirls with big tits and panties and shit. Okay. You know, it's it's very fetishy. Right, like how we dress when we do the show. But yeah, go ahead. Especially when we go to conventions. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's yeah yeah it's TNA but. Let's say you took that out. It is a very Romero-esque and very disturbing zombie show. Okay. And the violence in it is just nuts. It is fucking crazy. So I got sucked in. I was like, this is pretty cool. You yeah. Know? And then there's that, the, the comic book artist, Junji Ito, who draws really fucking twisted shit. They've been adapting his work into a Netflix series. I've watched a few episodes and it's scary as hell. Really? It's really good. So it's like, 
that's the thing with anime there's so many avenues you could go down there's so many different series there's so many series that went from volume one to two to three to four that i have no idea where to fucking start right and i i think i've never gotten into it full bore because i'm slightly intimidated by it okay because there's just so much i'm like i don't you know people have been like you should download uh crunchyroll Crunchy <laughs> i knew that was coming yeah yeah and, yeah and i'm like well that's that's fine but if I download it, I'm not going to know what to click. There's so many webs between these shows and these movies and shit that I'm mm-hmm. like, how do I know I don't jump in on something and enjoy it? And then you're like, oh, you started there? No, you got to right. go back to this. One. I need a map. Give me a map and I'll go back and I'll watch what you think I should start at. But that's that's a genre that I'm interested in that I'm just, you know, I kind of shark around and I give the cage a bump now and again, you know, and yeah, totally. find something cool. But I just, I've never gone full bore and been like, all right, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking hardcore watch some anime. Well, you fucking know? sweet. Because since you just said that, I've literally written down uh, one, two, three, four of my favorite ones that you can just start with and have a good time with fucking dope absolutely so when we're done with this i'll I'll send them to you so you can just you can watch trailers and you can see if they're your vibe if if they if they if it feels like something you'd be interested in and if the listeners if if we got a listener who's deep into anime and you you think you know something close to what i'm describing just shoot us an email 5195 podcast at gmail.com or on instagram you know we're on all the socials Mm -hmm. let us know man let us know where where I can get started, or if there's a series or even a movie that you're like, this sounds like it's up your fucking alley. You're gonna yeah. really dig this. Yeah, I got a few movies for you too. A few shows and a few movies for sure that I, that that are fun. That you don't you don't need to invest. You know, like this this whole like, oh wait, this is the origin story, and this is season two, and this is this. This leads into this. Like, wh- is this canon? Am exactly. I able to you know follow this? No, no, we're we're not we're 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 doing away with all that. Like, I'm just gonna give you okay. some. Some titles that you can watch and go, oh, this is fucking fun. This is what I wanted. It's Very interesting. Cool. You know, it's a it's a good introduction to anime to where you're like, all right, I get it. And I'm giving you some stuff that's like early 80s. Tight. You know, like some real, real good storylines, some fun shit, good violence. Cool. Hell yeah. That's fucking cool. I, I would have never expected that. That, that was actually cool. A lot of people would have, but that's, the fact is within anime- every genre is accounted for you know if you want to watch fantasy anime it's there if you want to watch martial arts anime it's there yes so i mean the the sky's the limit but i'm more into darker shit Mm -hmm. and uh i kind of want to know where to go i've had people tell me i should watch attack on titan Mm. uh, which i guess is a pretty grisly show every now and again i don't know but it's one of those ones that's it's very involved right and that was kind of the thing i watched the first episode that was on netflix and someone told me, oh, we're in season whatever. And when I looked at Netflix, I'm like, oh, this only goes up to like two or three. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm not going to get invested in something if I can't continue it. And that's kind of when the Crunchyroll conversation started. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've nosed around and I've, I've poked at it, but I've never jumped in. That's one that I would like, I'd like to fuck with. I'd like to watch some of that. There's definitely some fun Ooh. shit. Mine, the one that I, I, I am interested in and i've i've only dabbled i've never really jumped head first i i own a few but i don't give them the respect and the time they deserve and, and that those are foreign films just in general in general like okay. I, I, um and if i had to localize it it would be classic foreign films uh for example um like elevator to the gallows that's a movie that when i first saw it i was like wow this is a great movie and it opened my 
eyes to foreign films, but then I quickly, quick, <laughs> quickly fucking said, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to watch anymore. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> I believe Elevator the Gallows was also a criterion. They do put out a lot of foreign. They do. And there's a lot of stuff out there, you know, and like uh, my buddy, Richard Iniguez, he's a big foreign film buff. Yeah. So he's always given me this list of like all these different, well, you need to watch this. This is about this. And I respect it. And I go as far as seeking them out, bringing them home and then leaving them wrapped (laughs) and and never, never watch them. And it's not because of the (laughs) subtitles, because I don't have a problem reading the subtitles. Like, I mean, you know, we write. So reading is kind of goes hand in hand. That's the thing. That's that's my dad. Really? My dad is like, oh, this movie looks really good. I want Did you have you guys seen it? And. I have to tell him, I'm like, Dad, it's it's German. And he'll be like, oh, then never mind. Oh, <laughs> just that quick. Like, fuck, nope, I'm good. Fuck that. Yeah, he's like, I can't, I there's no way I'm going to read and watch it and blah, blah, blah. And he's just, and again, it's, I make fun of him for it. I, <laughs> I poke at him. That's just me being a dick to my dad. But it's no different than what we're talking about. It's not a genre he's interested in. He's like, I, I just, if I got to read, I don't fucking care. I just want to get lost in the, the film. Right. Yeah. I do get that. I get that too. But, I do like to give him shit for it. I always, I'm always like, oh, you're so uncultured. Yeah. You know, but, but we've, we've cornered him a couple of times. We got him to watch Inglorious Bastards, which is German, French, Italian. What was it? There was another movie. I, thought, I forget what it was, but I've gotten him to watch a couple. Uh huh. The biggest one, though, was Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Because, you know, he's a big war movie buff. Right. And he's not a huge Tarantino fan, but we were trying to tell him this isn't, it's not Pulp Fiction. It's not Reservoir Dogs. It's it's more your wheelhouse. Yeah. But again, there's whole sections of the movie that are spoken completely in French, or there's a whole section of the movie that's completely in German. And it's like, if you want to watch this, you got to deal with that. It's yeah. like 70-30, you know. It practically is Tarantino's foreign film, you know. Uh-huh. But he watched it and he enjoyed it. But yeah, it's like, he just, yeah, like Godzilla minus one. Dad, you want to go see it? Yeah, sure. And I'll be like, it's Japanese. And he's like, well, never mind. <laughs> and it's like, okay, all right. You know, it's, that's just fucking it awesome. Out. That's actually funny. I just, you know, I just wanted to put it out there for you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah. He's 100% against it. He will not watch it. That's so um, great. Oh, no. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking now, awesome. Now, I will say, I will say, uh, during the workday, when I'm working remotely, I put on stuff. I send you pictures almost every Thursday and Friday what I'm, yeah. what I'm watching. I can't do foreign films and work. Right. Because obviously you have to watch. I wanted to blow through my Rings box set. Uh-huh. The Arrow box set for the ring, the Ringu okay, yeah. Japanese series. I really wanted to blow through those. And I'm like, the office is the only room that I have the region-free player. Because these are, I believe, UK locked so i can't watch them in the living room when the kids go to bed or anything uh-huh. it's like i would only be able to watch it while i'm down here working and i'm like you can't pay attention to a foreign film <laughs> if you don't speak the goddamn language exactly you know like everything else i can look up and listen and whatever but i've got a ton of foreign horror films mostly that i'm like yeah i have to kind of find a day to just sit in the office for two hours and watch this movie yeah. you know yeah it's a commitment and that just doesn't it just doesn't happen you know yeah but um, that's my biggest 
caveat with foreign. Otherwise, I don't mind if someone, you know, recommends something, I'll watch it. And, and what I meant by foreign films is, as I mean, like dramas and, you know, and actions and mysteries, you know, noir stuff, not even so much like Italian horror or, you know, that kind of no, stuff, no. you know, but I mean, like just a, a whole different genre uh, of film, so you know, you're more like, you know, the, the Fellini era. Stuff like Eight and a Half. Yes, and, like, which I, I own them all. I own all these movies. <laughs> I, I oh, do. Yeah, your, your Criterion collection is pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> and a lot of them are, you know, Italian or yeah. Swedish. Like, what was the movie that inspired Last House on the Left? Um, the Virgin Spring. That's that's a Swedish movie with Max von Sydow. You know, and uh, great movie. Brilliant movie. It's actually really harsh. But yeah, it's you, you got to sit down and really take it in and it's hard to do it is hard hard to do do. you know but yeah i'll I'll do it now and again and i remember i've only seen maybe three foreign movies at the theater okay one of them was um a bunch of my buddies were like let's go see uh i think it was called brotherhood of the wolf oh i love that fucking movie great flick but none of us knew it was a french film and mind you i had just gotten glasses okay they were so fresh that eye doctor was like only use them for driving or reading. Yeah. So I got out of my car when I met them there, fully intending to just leave them on the dash and go inside. I forgot that they were on, just walked in with them. And when the movie started with the subtitles, I yeah. was like, Jesus Christ, am I glad I brought my fucking glasses? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this would be like two and a half hours of blurry yeah. nothing. And it just, yeah, that was a tough one. But I, I wouldn't seen that. Um, I wouldn't seen uh, A Tale of Two Sisters, which is a, really creepy uh korean movie okay but you know they just don't get the play that our you know domestic films do obviously you kind of got to go to like niche theaters for this stuff oh yeah repertory uh, houses and shit yeah exactly so i mean uh, granted you know godzilla minus one was playing fucking everywhere but these other two movies were like these these were all i don't want to call them indie movies obviously brotherhood of the wolf was a big budget but like a tale of two sisters was like kind of an indie korean film it was only playing in one theater and for like maybe two nights. Mm-hmm. It was it was like right smack dab in the middle of a J horror craze, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go see this, whatever, you know." Yeah. And uh, it was great, but it was just it's one of those deals where I kind of got to have the means and the time to really focus mm-hmm. on reading and watching. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it looks like we have some homework that we have to do. Then we do. I think we need to just commit to some of these films that we obviously already own, you know, Uh, aside from Lord of the Rings, fuck Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I'm never watching those ever. So just not fucking doing it, but some foreign films, I I think I definitely need to just kind of throw them on and say, fuck it, you know, and just really, really check them out. Sure. And the same thing with you with the, with the anime, you know, I will, um, I'll send you this list and okay. and see what you think about it, you know, and see if any of them are like, you know, jumping out at you. Yeah. So yep, I'll have to do that. Hell yeah. Well, you know, it's looking like we're, you know, we're like, what, this is our last one, but potentially to, you'll be here. Actually, the night I'm traveling. We'll have we'll to do one, one more. more. We'll drop one more. That's right. Correct. We got we'll, one more. And it'll, it'll be the one that premieres the night I'm leaving. Right. So that'll be fun. So, we'll, we'll do something fun with that one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll do nope, something that fun. Good. Yeah, hell yeah. So no, dude, it was good. I had a fucking great time as usual. It was fun. It was informative, and yeah. we, we we need and to we, we need to like expand our horizons on film. It does sound that way, and hopefully, uh, the listeners out there, you know who you are, who have been 
jotting these movies down as we talk about them you can certainly hit us up and let us know if you've got any opinions you got any suggestions you know interact man that's what yeah. we're here for hopefully we gave you some homework too all right man well that was a fun one yes it was until next time see you guys <laughs> <laughs>